Hello, hello, and something I have been kind of looking forward to saying for a little while now. Hey man, how's it going? Alright, so, um, four years ago, today, actually, I, I started down this trip, and it has been an on-again, love-hate relationship, on-again, off-again, love-hate relationship, that... I really wish I would have tried harder and there's some stuff going on in my life right now that I really wish I had I had done better paid more attention to you know regrets kind of thing and there's nothing I can do about a couple of them. One major in particular. But this is one of those regrets. This podcast, this brand, I, I felt awesome. You know, I, I just, I, I didn't. I didn't create a big, huge community or anything like that, but it it felt good to talk about the things. It it, it felt good to discuss the things, and and I I made a couple of friends, and the more I drifted away from from my podcast, the the more those friends didn't stay in contact, and it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say we were blood brothers or anything, but it it, it kind of stung a little bit that you know that our our friendship didn't blossom into something more, and you know that's kind of part of the regret. You know, I, I could have tried harder, and I I didn't, and you know, thus is the result. But I can this I can start over. Okay, whenever I started this. I wanted to prove to myself, at least, and if not to others, that it was possible to be a prepper and a minimalist at the same time. Alright, now, at that time, I had a vastly different view of both of those worlds, of being a prepper and of being a minimalist. Alright, now my mind operates at one extreme or the other, right? It's not, there's a, a, some people call it a gray area, Um, something that happened along the way that helped trip up this, this path of mine was my spiritual trip. I'm, you know, whenever I started this, that was one of those things that I didn't want to get all involved in all of that. Right, and because at at that time it was a religion thing for me, and I'm not a religious person. I'm I'm, I'm just not. We can get into more of those details in another episode, but um, I 
I don't really consider myself anything. Alright, as as part of my spiritual trip, I'm not a big fan of labels. Alright, I don't really, I don't think of myself as a prepper, I don't think of myself as a minimalist. I do, I do find myself inspired by, you know, particular individual people, like of the road. <laughs> that, that's another thing. I've, I felt kind of bad about doing doing a podcast. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a delivery guy and I've got, sometimes I've got hours in between stops and I just sit here and I talk to myself a lot and I thought, you know, it, it would be a good idea to just hit the record button and, and, and see what happens. Right, so that noise in the background is the road. Um, I'm I'm almost positive. Had I stuck it out for the last four years, I'd be doing this podcast at home, and you wouldn't be hearing that noise in the background. And the new people coming along be like, "Oh man, yeah, he's he's got a lot of content on here, a lot of stuff to listen to." He's been at this for a while. And and I have. I've kind of bounced back and forth. I, I started at least a couple of dozen other podcasts. You know? And I just... I don't know. It, it just kind of... It kind of fell apart. I got into the whole spiritual trip thing. That's not where I wanted to go with this show. But little did I know that's where life wanted me to go, and I didn't. I didn't want to be that prepper. I didn't want to be that minimalist. I didn't want to be that spiritual guy. You know, I I really felt like it was one of those things where it was the one thing that the show was supposed to be about. So I kind of I made three, four other shows that were separate from each other, but the same and. And I've kind of come full circle over the last four years between, you know, being a prepper, being a minimalist, being a spiritual person, and the things that I thought were supposed to be separate have kind of come together in their own, and and I'm, I'm tired of tiptoeing around all of it. Okay, my show is going to be about me and, and my life, and you know the things that are happening and how I deal with it as a deal with it as a prepper, deal with it as a minimalist, deal with it as a tree hugging, nature loving, hippie kind of person, and how my spiritual trip gets mixed into it all all together, right? I dig it. I and, I and I say hey man all the time. Like hey man, like my kids are upstairs and I'm yelling at them to come downstairs and I stand at the bottom of the steps and I go, you know, instead of, you know, calling for my son by his name and asking him please to come downstairs, I stand at the bottom of the steps and go, hey man. And then everybody pauses. All the video games go on pause. You hear everybody shuffling around like, which one is he calling? <laughs> And then one of them will come to the top of the steps like, yeah, like, hey man, come down here. <laughs> like they're they're trying to figure out whose turn it is. Alright, I went last time. We'll see what dad wants. 
pretty awesome. It's a pretty awesome feeling. Okay, I dig it. Uh, I I don't know. It, it's it's kind of one of those things. I, I guess the origin of Hey Man would be uh, growing up uh, as a kid. My my parents hung out with a bunch of other parents, and we'd you know usually everybody was at my house, but we'd we'd jump back and forth in between different family houses and stuff, and and hang out for the weekend. And everybody, you know, we all most of us are all still really good friends. The kids are, parents kind of drifted apart, but you know, you grow up, you grow out, grow on, and that kind of thing. And but. One of the things that was kind of a staple for for the parents was Cheech and Chong. And uh, in one of in one of the movies, they were in a grow house that was had a tarp over the top of it that looked like a pool. Cheech and Chong were talking, um, like, on their way into the grow house, and, uh, they were talking about opening up a retirement community, an old folks home, whatever you want to call it, um, for hippies. I'm like, man, that sounds cool. And that, that thing... That had always been a little seeded in my head that I, that you know, I, I thought would be cool to be able to, you know, whenever I got older, to be able to to hang out at a place like that with people like me, you know, and and spend the rest of my days hanging out with those kinds of people, you know. And the other the other part of Chicha Chong that really stuck out. Um, Somewhat unfortunately, it depends on how you want to look at it. it. I thought it was pretty cool at the time, and now I, I'm not so much. But um, at the end of one of their other movies, Nice Dreams, the, they were at um, they were at a loony bin, right? And um, Cheech wakes up. He's in the padded room. He's got the straight jacket on, and he's screaming, "Hey, man!" Because, yeah, he had a an uncomfortable itch. Well, how? <laughs> I want to try and keep this somewhat family, but he had an itch in an uncomfortable place, and uh, Chong and what is thought to be a doctor walks in the door and uh, the doctor is handing out pills and gives one to Cheech and then he's giving one to Chong and Chong goes, what is it? Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Don't tell me. Let it be a surprise. Alright. Unfortunately, I spent a big chunk of my 20s being that guy. Don't tell me what it is. Let it be a surprise. And surprised I have been quite a few times in my 20s. <laughs> now, I've grown up. I've, I've shed those ways. 
I've gotten married, I've had kids, and and that that part right there, that was the thing that really made me start gathering all of these nifty little things that I had learned in my life. Okay? None of them none of them separately really meant a whole lot, but putting them all together kind of put me in a place of, oh man, I'm scared. Right? I had that sim that uh, that Simba Mufasa moment with Rafiki and her up on the Pride Rock and and hold up Simba to present to the to the rest of the animals sitting out there watching it happen. You know, I had that moment with my with my first biological son. Right? Well, I married a woman who had kids already, and I am a stepfather. And that that kind of got the ball rolling a little bit, but I, I figured if anything happened to me, they'd always still have their father and his family but if something happened to me that's whenever I got scared about my son you know they're like what happens next you know and it, it it got really got the ball rolling as far as being a prepper goes right now to kind of wrap this up a bit since we're coming full circle again and I don't want to have to talk about it over and over and over again um Plus, I've got a delivery coming up, and I really wanted to kind of keep the introduction short. I want to keep all the episodes to about an hour or less. That means it could be 20 minutes, it could be 55 minutes, okay? Well, I want to just see what happens kind of thing, talk until I'm done talking kind of thing. Um, so anyway, that got me into being a prepper. I've got a bunch of kids. I wanted to, I wanted a, a backpack for every kid and every backpack to have, a, you know, the the essential stuff in it. And their backpacks got bigger and they got heavier. And I got more stuff and more stuff and more stuff. And it it got to the point where this little room that I had in our house was full and overflowing, and you know the mess was everywhere and. My house was a mess, and the kids were a mess, and everything was just, you know, I, I couldn't keep up with it. So I, I started looking into uh, uh, reorganizing and decluttering, and it eventually got to the word minimalism. Minimalism hit really hard, and I started getting rid of everything, and it's true. The, the meme that's on Facebook, I, I see it all the time in all the different minimalist pages and groups and whatnot that says, if you get rid of most of your stuff, it's a lot easier to clean your house. If you've got 10,000 things, it's going to take you a little while to clean all of those things. But if you've got 100 things, it's not going to take quite as long, right? You, you, can't, you can't shake the logic on that one. If you get rid of most of your things, and you, do, you know things that you don't have to clean anymore, right? So, I started getting rid of stuff. Now, easier said than done. It's a lot easier to sit here and talk about minimalism and getting rid of stuff and and, and all that jazz. It's a lot easier to sit here and run scenarios through my head of, you know, just having a bunch of stuff sitting on the end of the bed, taking a picture of it with your head and mentally going over these items and 
saying, do I really need these things? And, you know, and as I did that for, for quite some time, a couple of years, I got rid of still some more stuff and more stuff and more stuff. But getting myself into a place where, um, how do I say? Getting myself to a place where I was actually getting rid of stuff it, it kind of slowed down and I got and I got the you know staring at the windshield for a little while and you know I, I started thinking I was like almost everything that I that I take a picture of in, in my head about I can get rid of and the things that I don't think that I can get rid of if I sit here long enough I can I can justify getting rid of and you know I, I started asking you know well, well what do I do next what's what's the next thing to happen if I get rid of all of all of my stuff what happens next what do I need you know and I was like all right so I need food I need water I need shelter I'm like well wait a minute what but before we had all of these things like jobs and, and cars and houses, what did we do? And, I, and I'm, I'm a fan of, of history. I'm a fan of ancient history. And as we go further back in time, we start to discover things like we didn't always have the internet. We didn't always have cars. We didn't always have, you know... 5,000 square foot houses with a two-car garage and, and all the fancy stuff that goes in them. We didn't always have electricity. And if you go far enough back in time, you start to realize that we didn't, that at one time, we didn't have a whole lot of anything. What we had was our ourselves. We had our, we had our our own personal selves, we had our communities, we had our families, we had our tribes, and we were wandering nomadic herds of hunter-gatherers. And could you imagine trying to drag a boat around behind you all the time? You know, and then it, it started to really dig into my spiritual trip. You know, there, there's a, well, we'll, we'll tell this story real quick and then, and then we'll be done, all right? There, there's a, a Buddhist story about uh, this guy. He's traveling. He wants to get across the river because that's where point B is on the other side of the river. And he can't figure out how to how to get across. He walked up one way and walked back down the other way. And couldn't find a good place to cross. So he decides, hey, man, you know what? I'm going to build a boat. So he builds a boat. It's, it's made from some pretty heavy wood, right? And he's like, hey, you know, I need this down. Who knows? Maybe somewhere down the road I'm going to need this raft again. And I've got this raft, and I don't want to have to build another one, so let's bring it with us. So it's been days later. This guy is struggling, right? He's carrying this big, heavy raft around with him, and finally comes across another person and he sets his raft down and he's huffing and puffing and the other guy says what's going on man why are you carrying this thing around with you he's like well 
a few days ago I came across this river and I figured, hey, you know, there's one river there, there might be another river that I need to cross. <sighs> yes, you don't need to carry that thing around with you, you don't need that anymore. If you, if you come to another river, you know how to make a boat, make a boat, make a raft. Cross that river when you get there, you don't need to carry all this stuff around with you. And it's, it really, it really sank into my, you know, my spiritual trip and my minimalism and my preparedness all kind of coming together in, in this one story. And I, and I get it. I dig it now. And I'm like, yes, this is, this is where it's coming together now. Keep in mind, I, I can't, I can't string two sentences together to save my life and pay attention. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, what? Oh, look, something shiny. <laughs> I get busy. I got kids. I got stuff to do, you know, and I, I wanted to keep all that kind of separate, but, you know, it, it's, it's life, you know, and I started looking around and I realized, hey, you know, there, there's not a whole lot of people out there putting out the content that I'm looking for. So instead of instead of just throwing my hands up and shrugging my shoulders and walking away and saying, oh well, I'm going to be that guy, right? I'm I'm going to be that guy who's making the content that I'm looking for, right? I'm looking for that guy who's on a bit of the spiritual trip. I'm going to be that guy who's, you know, fumbling around with minimalism. And it not necessarily being extreme minimalism to the point of only having just the stuff in my backpack. But I am going to run that experiment and have some fun with it and see what happens. But I have a house. I have kids. I have a family. I've got things to, 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 to like that to worry about. And because I have kids, because I have a family, because I have things that I need to worry about, I'm into preparedness. If something were to happen, you know, and, you know, just a wide variety of things that preppers give as their excuse to be a prepper. If any of those things were to happen and I wasn't a a prepper and I wasn't prepared and I wasn't ready for it, and something bad happened to my kids, and my kids had to go hungry, oh, man, I would never, ever, ever be able to forgive myself, right? I get them kids grown up and out on their own and doing their own thing, and, you know, then, you know, at that point, 10, 15 years from now, whenever I'm 55, 60 years old, you know, and I want to be that that extreme and see what happens to somebody my age doing that type of thing I want to run that experiment because that's that's okay I'm not putting my kids at risk now okay so done I am with this one Um, like follow subscribe share with a friend okay if if this episode if you dig it cool check out the next episode um, I don't, I mean, I have social media stuff that I'm going to put links to and, uh, click on them things, go to them places, like, follow, subscribe, share with a friend, interact with me, let me know what you think about the show, and I will talk to you guys later. Have a great one. Goodbye.